This is from Felon to Faith, the podcast dedicated to reaching people with a message of hope by sharing the life and experiences of Fred Matthews. Brother Fred, here we are from Felon to Faith, episode 11, dude, of yeah, season man. two. How you doing this morning, bro? Good, bro. Blessed this morning, man. It's uh, October 21st morning, man. Blessed to be alive, bro. Amen. A little heavy-hearted, though, man. Why is um, that? So earlier this week, man, my, my bro, y'all done heard me talk about Lacey, man. My, my, my boy Lacey, man, he lost his brother, man. So y'all y'all please keep Lacey and his mom's rosemary, our prayers, man, and his family for their uh, they time of grieving, man. He lost his brother, man. I don't know all the details. I ain't at liberty to speak on that, but uh, y'all just pray for him, man. And uh, he also celebrated a birthday, too, this past Thursday. My boy did. Dang. Also... Also, my boy Jay Allgood, y'all done heard me. Y'all know oh yeah, Jay Allgood. yeah, Jay Allgood been on the yeah, show. My boy, my boy celebrated the birthday Thursday on the nineteenth. Um, my other dude, Sean Mooney, celebrated birthday. So shout out to them guys, man. You know, yeah, yeah, right yeah, on, yeah. brother. Right I'm good, on, good, bro. You know, good man. My Tigers, my DCHS Tigers, Douglas County High School Tigers, they still undefeated. Eight and Whoa, no. watch yeah, out, yeah, man. We beat somebody last night. We beat East Paulding last night, as a matter of fact. Watch out, yeah, bro. Man. We know we got Noonan next week, so uh, yeah, man, we gonna come through Noonan and smash. I got, oh man, <laughs> Noonan high, yes sir. Got Ooh. next week, man. That's, at Noonan, I think it's at Noonan, bro. Oh, if if right. I ain't got nothing going on, I'm pulling up. <laughs> <laughs> pulling up. I got you, brother. I yeah, got bro, you. That's man. awesome. Yeah, man. That's what's going sure. on. Yeah, man. What's the Lord been putting on you lately, man? Yeah, a lot, bro. Just trying to stay, remain focused, bro. Stay in the relationship and, and, and stay away from religion, as my pastor would say. Mm. Um, man, you know, you hit me with that verse yesterday, that, that Matthew 7, 21, bro, and I just dug into it, bro. You feel me? I went and read it over and over again. Something we didn't talked about in the past, too. We didn't discuss yeah. this verse before, bro, but yesterday something really stuck out to me about that verse, man, in that verse. What's that? Um, it's where he says... This is Matthew 7, Matthew 21. 7, 21. Where he says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Mm-hmm. The will. Those two words, the will. Mm-hmm. Man, Father, just give us the strength to uh, speak your word in truth. And Father, that you just allow our hearts to receive your word. And let your Holy Spirit give us the understanding of your word. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Say that before we get into this thing. But uh, yeah. the, the two words, the will, bro, is what yeah. stuck out to me. And I was like, that's interesting because you could be outside the will. For sure. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And then he go on to say, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Mm-hmm. Cast out demons in your name and done many wonders in your name. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. That was another one that stuck out, the lawlessness, because yeah, that means you, not only were you not in the will, but you. that means the Lord wasn't your Lord. Right. You feel me? Right. And, and so, man, I was just, I was like, okay, let me, let's, let's define what the will is. And so that took me over to John 6, 37, bro. Let me jump over there real quick. So we can see what the will yeah. said. This is straight from the Lord's mouth, too. So he says in 637 through 40. John 
You there. Yeah, they're old. There you go. It says, this is verse 37. All that my father gives me will come to me. And the one who comes to me, I will by no means cast out. Verse 38. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. Verse 39. Mm. This is the will of the father who sent me, that of all he has given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up at the last day. Verse 40. And this is the will of him who sent me, that everyone, everyone, bro, who sees the son and believes in him, may have everlasting life and I will raise him up at the last day. Mm. So that's the will. You that's the me? will of the Father. That's the will of the Father that you yeah. that you see the Son, that you believe, that you receive the Son. Yeah. Bro. And uh and so then I went back again and uh I was like, okay, the part where he says in verse thirty nine, um where he says, This is the will of the Father who sent me that all he has given me, I should lose nothing. So stay right there, lose nothing. We're going to go to Isaiah real quick, 55. Mm -hmm. We're going to go to 55, Isaiah 55. Mm -hmm. And now this is the most high speaking about the son. In 55, verse 10, start at verse 10, says, For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, Verse 11, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void. Mm. Man, mm. but it shall accomplish what I please and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Mm. And that's exactly what Jesus is saying in, in, in 6, 39. This is the will of the Father who sent me, that of all he has given me, I should lose nothing. Right. That's that word, not right. returning void, bro. It's gonna. He right. says it's gonna accomplish. He says it's gonna. In, in verse eleven fifty five, it says, "But it shall accomplish what I please." In verse six thirty nine, uh, Jesus says, "It should. I should lose nothing, but should raise it up at the last day." And this is the will of the Father who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in Him may have everlasting life, and I will raise Him up at the last day. All right. So now I'm like, okay. When the when the Most High talk about the word, right? When he mm -hmm. says in verse eleven and fifty five of Isaiah, he says, "So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth." So now we go to John one, right? So that we could describe what the word is for those who don't really be in a Bible, and you might be trying to get some understanding. The Bible will confirm itself. Yes. So if you want to know over he, and over again, yeah, if you want to know what the will is that he's talking about in seven twenty one of Matthew, you go over to John six thirty seven through forty, and then when, if you want to know what the word is that the Most High spoke about in, in Isaiah fifty five and eleven, you go to John one, and it says, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God." And, he was in the beginning with God. Jump all the way down to verse 14. And the word became flesh yeah. and dwelt among us. Yeah. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Come on. That's the word, bro. The Come Messiah on. is the word. He's the living yep. word, which we already know this. Yeah. 
So I just was, man, I was just in that thing, man, just tying all that together. And I was like, wow, that's amazing, bro. You know, that's yeah. amazing. That's amazing, man. That's beautiful, dude. I love the dive you just did, man. Yeah, I love the dive you just did. What, what I find really cool, Fred, is I gave you that Matthew seven twenty one right. through twenty three. Right, I gave right. you that because of how. Wh- one of the reasons I gave it to you is how bad it scares me. It's a scary verse, bro. It's a, it's, how, a, it's an alarm clock, man. <laughs> bro, how bad that scares me when he clock. says, "I never knew you." Yeah. That's an alarm clock. Who bro. are you? Yeah, that's that. Like I told you yesterday, bro. That's definitely. I believe, bro. That verse right there separates religion and relationship. My yeah. pastor talk about this all the time, bro. About being in a relationship with the Messiah versus just having religion, bro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because that relationship is life changing, bro. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you really get to know who your savior is. Mm-hmm. You really get to know who he is, like in character, and like, mm. it's gonna shape and mold your lifestyle, your mm. thought process, your action, everything, yes. bro. And and that to me, that verse right there is the, is that's the definition of religion or relationship. Like that's the difference between the two. You know what I mean? When he say, "I never knew you," you might have been out here doing all that. Stuff that looked good, you know what I'm saying? But in yeah. your heart, you ain't really never accepted him as your Lord. Right. And then, uh, man. And that's man. the obedience of yes. the will. Yes, See, man. when I think of the will of the Father, I yes. always think of obedience. Thanks. And you just read it. The will of the Father is for us to believe in his son. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that we, we'll have everlasting life. And, yeah. And, if you're not believing in Jesus, if you're not following Jesus, if he is not your Lord, that's what he's saying. Like, right. that's what I got from yeah. him. He's yeah. like, I don't know you. Like, yeah, I don't know you. I wasn't your Lord, you know what I mean? Yeah. You weren't worshiping me. Yeah, you weren't worshiping me. You weren't, I, living, <laughs> that, you weren't living that lifestyle. Right. You weren't it, about that life. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Who cares about the super spiritual yeah. when yeah. you ain't doing it out of obedience to Facts. the Lord? Facts. Facts. If you're just doing it out of me, me, me. Like the like uh-uh. the like the Pharisees were, bro. Uh-uh. That's 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 like when you look in the uh, conversation between him and Nicodemus. We talked about this before too. Nicodemus was a master, bro, of knowledge. He knew yeah the laws. He knew all the 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 all those things concerning the laws, and yeah. and the Jews. You know they were they created their own righteousness because they like oh we follow the laws and what right. but then. Jesus hit him with the spiritual knowledge, and he didn't know what to do with that. Right. He had no idea what Jesus was talking about when he was like, man, you must be born again. Like, none of that made sense to him. Right. Because he was thinking on a more carnal mind state. And so it's the same thing, bro. Like, when you can be be so caught up in that religious mind state and all the traditional things that you learned from whenever— and, and and miss the mark, bro. Totally right. miss it. You know what I'm saying? Thinking that just going to church is good enough. Right. Paying tithes and right. you know, all these feelings. All of that is good and all of that is necessary, right? But it could also just be you being religious. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because yes. at the end of the day, when you walk out of that church, you didn't you didn't walk out of the church. You know what I'm saying? You just walked out of the building. Just walked out of the building. The rest of your week. It's gonna determine what you learned on that Sunday and how you, you know, how you received it. You know, uh, 
Do you do you get up and you pray? Do you do you fast? Do you read your word? Do you love your neighbor, bro? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You feel me? Do you let the world come and snatch everything that the most high just tried to give you? You get caught up, you know what I'm saying? Those are the things that like separate real believers from people that just they just you know, whatever they doing. Dude, let me mean? let me hit you with one, and this is a hard one. This is a tough one to swallow. It's Acts five. Yeah, bro. Acts chapter five, it. verse one. Okay. To it. It's it's a wild story in this, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's a wild story. And it goes right along with what you're talking about. You said five or what? Acts five Chapter 5, verse 1. I heard a message about this this past weekend. Right. And it is a hard one to preach on, okay? It says, but a certain man, Ananias, with uh, Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession. And he kept back part of the proceeds, his wife also being aware of it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Right? Yeah, Ananias only brings part. Yeah. See, what it... What it uh, uh, Barnabas had just sold his property and yep. given it all, yep. right? Ananias wanted to be like Barnabas. Yeah. He wanted to do the super spiritual, yeah. but he only gave part of it. Ooh. And said, oh yeah, that's all of it. Oh yeah, I'm giving you guys everything, just like, just like Barnabas did. Yeah, Just like Barnabas just did. I'm giving y'all everything. He wasn't giving everything. Ooh. It wasn't true. Ooh. Yeah, bruh. He wasn't given everything. That's that realness, bruh. That's real, bruh. And then, so he drops dead. Yeah. And then his wife comes in. Yeah. And she's, she's asked the same stuff. Is this yep. what you sold the property for? Yeah, that's what we sold. Why do you side with the devil? Are we given... Look, the money is not that important to God, obviously, right? right? That was the message. Right. Is is money that important to God? No. no. The money The money's not the... It's the heart. It's their heart, bro. It's the heart issue. Yeah. Where's your heart at? Who yeah. are you following? Right, 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 right. Yeah. Who yeah. is your Lord? Yeah, yeah. You know, it sure, goes right bro. along with what sure, you're saying. Bro. You know, what are we giving him? Mm -hmm. When we walk out of that church house on Sunday, what's happening Monday morning? Facts. What's happening on Wednesday in the middle of the week? When yeah. It, or Thursday or by Friday when the whole week then weighed down on you. Yeah. And you just like, you over it, but... You, you got that spiritual discipline, bro. Yeah. And your heart in the right spot. You're absolutely right, man. It's the heart condition, bro. And and that's a lot of what Paul talked about throughout his apostles, his epistles, bro, is, is um being under grace, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And so, you know, you no longer have to adhere to these laws that, that, that were given to Moses. You mm. know what I'm saying? That don't mean nothing, you know what I'm saying? Because mm. now you have the grace, mm. right? But in that grace, there is still some obedience. You know mm, what I'm saying? Absolutely. And in that grace, you still have to repent. You still, when you fall short, you got to get up and repent. You gotta, you gotta talk to the Father about it and give Him all of it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, all yeah, of bro, it, bro. All of it, bro. Bro, think about this for a second. All right, shifting gears just for a second. For Going sure. back to something else you mentioned during for that. Sure, for sure. The Pharisees. Yeah. They're like the big men on campus, bro. Rex, they, they are, are bro. the dudes, right? Yeah, they are, bro. And then you got this cat, Jesus, yep. who comes around and everything he says is truth. Yeah. And it all makes sense. And yeah. he can back it up with scripture. Right. Like Old Testament. Because he is the word. He is the, <laughs> he is the it's, word. You got think about how pissed off those Man, guys they, were. He was blowing their mind, bro. Every think opportunity about how pissed he had. those guys were. Yes, bro. He was blowing their mind. What did he do to those 
Oh my god! That's why they sought to kill him. You know what I'm saying? Like they couldn't figure it out. How this man called himself the son of God? How this yeah. man? You know, How is he performing these miracles? He doing this? Yeah, he must be. He must be the end. You know all this old crazy stuff. And he was bro. talking about being born again. They couldn't understand that, bro. And the people start calling him son of man, they, son of they, God. They couldn't understand that that he was the he was God in the flesh. He was the Word that became flesh. And and when he spoke about being born again, that was that Holy Spirit coming into you. You know, being baptized in the Holy Spirit, receiving the, the gift. Of the Most High God, which is everlasting life, you know what I'm saying. It had nothing to do with following no no man's traditions and all that. What they was doing, and you know, and even even the part where he was like, "Why do why do your disciples not wash their hands and so on and so mm. forth?" Like they were mm -hmm. so stuck on that mm -hmm. outer appearance type mm -hmm. stuff, you know what I'm saying? And like you say, bro, it was a matter of the hearts, you know what I mean? And Jesus told them that it ain't what go in, it's what come out. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was that was now that one right there hit me hard too. The Acts five, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a tough. I can't believe this guy. I love this pastor. He's 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 my pastor. He's one of my he's one of my favorite preachers of all time. Yeah, I love listening to him. Um, and when he brings up Acts five one, it's a and hard. It, it, that's a hard, it's a hard one. That make you check yourself for real. It it also made me think about this, Fred. This the. The Word of God has some of the craziest stuff. We talked about angels, I think, on the yeah. last one, right? And yeah. how wild they look, right? This is some of the most crazy stuff I've ever read. Why is church boring? How can it be? <laughs> Why is church boring? How can it be, bro? Why is it boring when this is some of the craziest stuff I've ever read in my life? Miracles? Yeah. Unbelievable sights. So, so much history, bro. Like, just the creation of Earth alone, like, yeah. trying to think about that. Like, holy smokes yeah, and the bro. flood. Yeah, bro. Trying to think about Noah building an ark. Yeah. Like, yeah. any of the stories. Yeah. Pick them. Pick yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, bro. For real. <laughs> like, how can it be better? You can, you can just go. Ananias falling dead right there in front of Peter. Yes. His wife, Sapphira, uh, falling dead right after him. Yes, bro. Wh What? Yes. What do you? Whoa! They fell dead. Yes, that's crazy, <laughs> ain't it, bro? Like you say, how can it be boring, bro? How? How? Why is it boring? You know what I mean? Like, uh, it was a couple of weeks back. I was in Job, bro, reading over Job, and uh, the question that most I asked Job, man, was like, man, it's just so much stuff, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So mind blowing much. stuff, bro. That like I'm sure that we still don't even have some of the answers to some of this stuff, bro. Mm. It was just crazy. I was just like, man, this is so interesting. Like you never get tired of reading it over and over again. You just read it, and it's gonna do something different to you every time. Just like going back to that one verse, Matthew seven twenty one. Every time I read that verse, bro, it do something different to me. It's like, mm. man, it's like a, it's an alarm clock, bro. It's a wake-up really call. It's it like, really is. That's yeah, a good way to that's a good way to phrase it, man. That's yeah. a really good way it's to a phrase it. Wake-up call, bro, for real, bro. Um, my thought from earlier was that that's such a scarier that's such a scary verse, yeah. right? Yeah. And then you hit me with the John six thirty six. Yeah. Thirty seven, thirty. Thirty. Yeah. And I'm forty. Yeah. And it's like kind of comforting. Yeah. It's like, oh, 
God wants us all. Yeah. Man, they, what a good God. What an amazing, and, magnificent, yeah. awesome God who wants to save everybody. everybody. He wants everybody to have everlasting life. Yeah. You know why that's important for people to understand is because you got some, some false doctrine going out right now. And it's probably always going out. But right now, there's these, uh, there's a, a section or, or sector of people that call themselves, um, Hebrew Israelites or whatever, mm -hmm. right? And they believe that they're the chosen people. Da 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 da. Okay, cool. You you might you you know I could say I'm the I'm of the chosen people just because I'm melanated. I could say that, mm -hmm. but in all actuality, what I've heard of the movement. Yeah, yeah. What makes you chosen is not your skin color or your ethnicity. Mm. Feel me? Because mm. Christ died for everybody, bro. It's, mm. in, it's in the word. We just read it. You feel mm. me? He died for everybody. He created a way for the Gentiles who were not the chosen people. Yeah. So that everyone could receive salvation. You feel what I'm saying? So that's important for people to understand that where you from, your ethnicity, your background, don't none of that matter. That's why Paul clearly stated there's no Jew, no Greek, no Gent, none of that. It's, it's do you believe? You know what I'm saying? Do you have the son? That's really what mattered, bro. Well, bro, since you brought it up, I, I want to ask you. It's not something we normally get into on the podcast. Sure. Since you brought it up, we're all God's chosen people. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about our support of Israel? And especially during this time of war against yeah. Hamas. I mean, bro, Is that something you're willing to get into on the podcast? We don't have I mean, to. Yeah, we don't I, normally I, I, talk I, about this I stuff. I get into it, bro. What's I up? Mean, Let me hear what you hear. What you, what, what a, you think? From a political standpoint, bro. I don't really have an opinion because I understand that we fight a lot of political wars in this country, yeah. bro. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of dollar signs that be involved in some of this and a lot of the things that we do. Sure. Right. I understand that part. From a spiritual standpoint, you know, Israel was a nation of people, not a land. You know what I'm saying? It's a nation of people. So I, I feel like, yes, we should support because that that's that's those are people, bro. Yeah. You know, I'm for I'm for I'm for helping anybody, honestly, bro. You yeah. Know what I'm that that's my biggest thing. Yeah. Man. I just want people to stop dying. Yeah. I, exactly, bro. I, I'm I'm not for a war, really, bro. You know what I'm saying? But I understand the necessary. Uh, I understand that it's a necessary thing. You know, there's yeah. a time for war. There's a time for peace. Yeah. Like, even that's in the word, right? Yeah. But what I don't support is. Creating war for financial gain, yeah, at the cost of lives, women, children, men. Sure, I'm not in support of that, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like if we fighting the righteous war, if we if we going to the the meet the bully on the playground, and to beat the bully up, cool. But if we just over here just stirring up stuff, you know, politically and you know for economical reasons, yeah, I'm not cool with that, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I I'm not cool with that at all. I've never been a Donald Trump supporter. Right. But he was asked about his position on the war in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And he said one of the one of the best things I've ever heard out come out of a politician's mouth. He said what I said. I just want people to stop dying. Facts. That's what I like. Whatever about that takes. That's what I like about that. I just want too. people to I you would have never heard that out of 
And they couldn't, the, the person, the interviewer asking him couldn't believe his response. They were like, you don't support Ukraine? You don't support? He just want people to stop dying. I just want people to stop dying. Yeah. See, what does that take? That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, again, going back to, to you know, to the spiritual part of things, bro. If you're a true believer, regardless of what country it is, what nation of people it is, people dying is going to affect you a certain yeah. kind of way, bro. Yeah. If you're a true believer... Because you know that you're supposed to love your neighbor. Yeah. And you know that God created us all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's going to go past all that uh, right-wing, left-wing, conservative, yeah. Democrat. It's going to go pa- way past all that crap, yes. bro. Yes. That's nothing. Yes. It's going to get down to the mere fact that these are human lives involved, bro. Yes. Why are we even involved? Why are we Look, doing this? I do think Israel is God's chosen people right right it says that pretty that's clearly people, in scripture right? exactly, over and over bro. and over that's, again that's i do nation. think yeah. I, yes I, as a nation i do think they're god's chosen people i do think we should try to protect them if we can however i don't want to just go i don't want to just bomb the mess out of people like you know what i'm saying no, I, I, i'm not cool with that either bro. the way so, i understand israel's attack was gruesome and yeah. brutal i just i don't I don't know that the answer to brutality is more brutality. No, bro. You know what I'm saying? And and to think about it, bro, this you know this could very well be some prophecy being fulfilled. And if that be the case, there's nothing we can do about that anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We ain't got enough guns to stop the the prophecy of the Most High, bro. Something that's been spoken of. Generations, so do you jump on that? Generations, you know what do I'm you saying? jump on that bandwagon? Though? Do you think we're in the end times, Fred? Oh, do you sure, think bro. we're in it? Like, do oh, you think sure. we're super close, like a lot of people do? I do, I do, because I can go and read it in the Word, bro, and, and look around and see, like, okay, yeah, we right here. Yeah. When we don't know, nobody knows when, but everything that I'm actually I'm gonna go to the verse, bro. Do it. Fact, let's just do that. Do let me just go to this verse in Matthew. You know, those of y'all listening, man, we finna go to Matthew, where it came out of the mouth of the Most High or uh, the Messiah Himself, bro. Um, in Matthew twenty-four, starting at verse five, at, first, at verse four, excuse me, Matthew twenty-four and four, and Jesus answered and said to them, "Actually, let's go back up to three. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, "Tell us when." Will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming, of the end of the age? Right? This is what they yep. asked him, and this was his response. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all things must come to pass. All these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So we close to the end, bro. Mm. We're not exactly there, but he mm. says the end is not yet. Yeah. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines. We already see that going on. Famines yes. in the land. Pestilences. Earthquakes. We hear about these in various places. You know yes. what I'm saying? All these things are the beginning of sorrows. Right? <laughs> So, we right there, bro. You feel me? What What about that have we not seen? You know what I'm saying? 
That's a, that's why I believe we there, bro. Devastating earthquakes in Turkey and things like that. Facts, bro. Like yeah. in these craziest places, bro. Yeah, New Zealand. Christ. We, we constantly hearing about wars. We seeing nations rise against nations. We know there's famines in the land. We got a famine in our own land, bro. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. The average the average American can't even put their hand on a thousand dollars. Isn't that scary? Isn't that scary? That's a famine in the land, bro. Isn't that scary? <laughs> we paying more for gas and groceries than we can afford to pay for real. Isn't that scary? Thank you, bro. So, Meanwhile, we've got like, what did I say? Yeah. Uh, a billion and a half pounds of cheese or something like that Come stored on, up. What are we doing? Come on, man. What are we doing? What so, are we doing, man? So, yeah, bro. All How that, screwed up are we? All that political stuff is... Look, the political stuff with Israel gets on my nerves because I do have some bones to pick with them. They don't export crap. They don't give us anything. Right. Okay, we can talk a little bit about some of their scientists do some work and they do have some pretty advanced minds over there. At the same time, we are still big brother. Yeah. Ain't nothing little brother got, big brother ain't got. I agree with that. You feel me? I agree with I that. Don't, at the, I don't understand how the amount of political enforcement we get, uh, reinforcement we give. They literally, they give us nothing. Right, right, they, right. All these other countries that we try to be buddy-buddy with, they're giving us something. right. Israel ain't doing nothing. We're spending so much money. And President I, Biden just came out and asked for $100 billion for both the Ukraine war and the Israeli war. What are we talking about? $100 billion. That's a lot of money, bro. And I, and I question sometimes why we help certain countries. Is it to get the upper hand? Is it so they will like help us out? Or so? Not, I, don't, I don't even want to use the word help, but it's almost like a... It's like... Let me let me put it in the terms that some people can understand. So yeah. like like in prison, bro. Uh -huh. When you see somebody that got something, right? Yep. Like you see another brother that that's well, you know what I'm saying? And maybe he get into a scuffle, and you you really want what he got, but the only way for you to get in is to get into the scuffle. Sure. And and, and you got to back him up. You gotta you gotta play like you really there to support him, but really you your 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 motive is selfish. Sure. And so sometimes I wonder if bro, if that's what we do as a country is we go get involved with things just for like selfish gain. Of course. And I'm just not. I'm there just, was no weapons of mass destruction yeah, I'm just in not Iraq, okay bro. With that. I'm not okay. Okay. With that, <laughs> like I'm not okay with that. There was no weapons of mass destruction just in Iraq. The upper hand. You know what I was reading the other day, Fred? Blew my freaking mind. Congress are the only ones who can declare war. Congress has not declared war since World War II. So what are we doing? Man? These have all been, quote-unquote, military conflicts. What are we doing? And they very lucrative. Bro. What are we doing? They're very lucrative. There was no weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, bro. Was Saddam crazy? Yes. Was he killing his own people? Yes. Was it genocide? Yes. That's all bad. Does it mean we go in there and take over and kill everybody? It... I don't know. How many lives we lost, bro? I don't know. For for that for that that big old lie. We didn't win Vietnam. We didn't win Korea. Man, we still got Vietnam veterans alive and they, they ain't even got all their benefits. 100%. And they don't even know why they were there. <coughs> Thank you. They don't even know why they were there. Thank you. Keisha's uncle was, was was a Vietnam vet. Uncle Marvin, he passed away, but man, he used to talk about that all the time, like. They was kids over there fighting, bro. Yeah. Or that they had no idea why they was fighting. Man, I was listening to one of the scariest recounts of a Vietnam veteran, and he said one of the scariest things. He said he spent some, uh, I forget the exact amount of time. It, he did like two tours or something like that over there in Vietnam. He never saw his enemy. 
He was shot at countless times. He shot at them countless times. He never saw the face of his enemy. How freaking scary is that? So what kind of world are we fighting, bro? What are we doing? Yeah, bro. I, I, I mean, that's what I'm saying, man. When it gets into all those politics and, and, and the fight, when the money is involved, bro, there's some corruption. Every single time. Money is going to corrupt the decision of a man, if especially if for he's sure. greedy for it. You know for what I'm sure. saying? For sure. And that's that's my only issue with war, bro. Like I say, if we're going to fight a righteous war, let's fight a righteous war. But yeah. if we're fighting for some money and some, and some gain and some advantage and all of those things, bro, I can't stand behind that, bro. Look, I can't. I can't support that. We've done it time and time again that, as the bro. United States, and and I'm tired of it, man. It, I used to refer to it as like the the U.S. being the world police, but then I realized all the incentives that were involved, man. Like we're some bullies, bro. We really some slick bullies, bro. Like in the Middle East, we have to declare we not declare war, but we have to have these military conflicts. But you know, if you go to South America. We just send in teams and take out regimes and and train up guerrilla war yep. and and train up these these yep. guys to go throw over uh, overthrow their own government yep. and, it, and it's like a totally different process. But we're doing the same thing. We're still yep. getting our hands yep. dirty. Yep. United Fruit, who who supplies like ninety eight percent of all the freaking bananas or some nonsense like that. Dude, they have killed so many people in Believe the name of fruit it, from South America. It's disgusting. it's disgusting, bro. And it's just like I, there's you I, can go down every yeah. single I, I've path. Seen, I've seen it on the small scale. I told you, bro, in that prison yard, bro, it's the same thing. Like you could be you could be somebody in prison that got a little something going on, and you need some protection, and your money loan you could pay for the protection. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You gonna have some. You gonna have some little youngsters. Money talks. Exactly, bro. Because everybody, everybody need it. Everybody if you create it. that need, you feel me? You got to create mm. the need, bro. So you gonna. That's have, the you, rat race we find ourselves exactly, running. Bro. You got countries that's trying to figure out how to work four days a week, and and have a better quality of life. But in America, bro, we we working six days a week, seven days a yeah. week, and still ain't got enough to pay our yeah. rent. Pay our bills, get gas. Yeah, what uh, is that? Child, child care, and all these other things that we have to. So, like that, that creates a need, right? And that's where everyone finds themselves, man. That's when people themselves find themselves that running gap, this bro. rat race, and they're like, gap, "What am I doing?" And then they're and then they're sixty something years old, and they're retiring, and they're like, "Where did my life go?" So, bro, and, and they might have a couple of kids, and don't get me wrong, legacy's important. That stuff's important, but like. How much of that time was spent exactly. grinding? Yep. And I, I respect the grind. I respect I it. I, I got all the respect in the world for it. Been there, done that, still doing it. Uh, but my dude, what what do we have to show for it at the end? Was it worth it? Man, you go into the book of Ecclesiastes, you realize like, man, this is all just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Solomon said it best, yeah. bro. It's all vanity, bro. Yeah, we focus on this small part. Francis Chan, I don't know if you've ever heard about him, but he talks about mm -hmm. this thing. We focus on this like little two inch piece of a infinite long piece of rope. Yep. Like our life is so short, and short, we focus bro. so much on this two inch section when there's eternity to enjoy afterwards, and yeah. we get so caught up in That's that race. That's why the Most High said in His words, "Seek first the kingdom, bro." Mm. That's what He said that for. Mm. Cause that 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 that'll humble you. That'll bring you back to your source. Come on. You know what I'm saying. Come on. Seek first the kingdom, cause he already know what you need, bro. And that's, I'm telling you, bro. That's where I'm at in my life. 
I'm I'm to the point where like I'm gonna work because I have to work. Mm-hmm. But I'm not chasing no money, bro. Y'all don't heard right. me say it a million times right. on this show. I'm not chasing no dollars. Right. Well, that that brings up right there. The word says the the word tells the man to go to work. Right. The word also says that the Lord will provide. Exactly, bro. So if we go to work. We provide. let him provide. You do what you can do, and he going to handle the rest of it, bro. Yeah, I'm amen. Not, I'm not worrying about what I can't pay or what I can pay. Yeah. You know, right now in the situation I'm in, bro, is way better than what I was in. Come on. You feel me? I remember when I this bill had to be late. This bill had to be late. There are times when we have to like. What about 12 years ago? Yeah, exactly, bro. There are times <laughs> now when we might, have to, we might have to maneuver something to a later date. Just to be able to, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. life. But yeah. at the end of the day, bro, we trust we trust in God, bro, and his Come ability. Because he's on. able, you feel me? Come on. And that's that's it, bro. Like I ain't I ain't really Yeah. I'm not I'm not caught up on all that other stuff, bro, for real, for real. Yeah. I just I just trust my Lord, man, because I know that he ain't gonna let me go without. You know what I mean? Come on, before man. Before I before I go out here and do something crazy in the street, sell some dope. Rob somebody, do something stupid like that, bro. I was sitting in the house and just cry on my knees to the most high God until whatever I need comes. Yeah. Period. Come you on. Come That's on. That's it, bro. That's beautiful, man. That's, That's beautiful. It, man. Brother Fred, do we have any shout outs before I close this thing out in man. a prayer, man? I want to. Uh, you prayed at the beginning of the episode, man. I'm going to go ahead and pray at the, yeah, at the end. Uh, just, What's yeah, our shout outs? Shout out to them DCHS Tigers, man. 8 and 0, man. 8 and 0, 8 and 0, 8 and 0, man. You Come feel on. me? Come on. And, uh, man, shout out to my beautiful wife, man. Your beautiful wife, man. The kids. Oh, uh, man. Oh, got a birthday shout out for my nephew, Gabe. His birthday coming up. That's my homeboy, Freddie's son. He'll, he'll, right be, seven. he'll be seven. And then my niece, Ashley, man, she about to be 17. Shout out to them, man. Happy birthday to y'all, man. Love yeah. y'all very much, man. Everybody else, y'all know I love y'all. You feel me? Yeah. yeah I'm going man. to my nephew's birthday today, Benny Boy. That's what's up. Uh, That's Benjamin. What's up. Yep, I'm excited. That's He's got up, a birthday. Um, man, these kids are growing up fast. Man, these kids bro. are growing up fast. Yeah, bro, because I'll be seven next month, bro. Yeah. Man. It's been a great discussion, Fred. Thank you for so sure, much for, sure, for coming for sure, by, for man. Sure, Thank for you sure. for making this happen. Yeah, man. Sorry for being a little late to all of our listeners. We know we took some time off, but we oh, do that man. every once in a while. Oh, yeah, we do that. We family men, bro. You That's right. We family men. We got things going on yeah for sure bro. all right i'm gonna take us out in some prayer so yeah. lord god we thank you so much god for this day we thank you so much for this podcast we thank you so much for the voices that you've given us god we thank you um for all of our provisions god uh, we thank you um for this study of your word god we thank you um for giving us uh the will to obey you, God. We thank you for instilling that in Fred and I, God, and we thank you for spreading that to others through this podcast. Lord, we ask that you give us the strength. Give us your mighty strength to obey you, God. Keep putting that inside of us. Keep putting the will and the fight to stay in your obedience, God, because that's what it takes nowadays. Sometimes it is a fight, God. And we love you and we praise you. We worship you, God. We ask that you go before us this week and go before all of our listeners, God, and that you would bless them. And Lord, uh, let everyone remember that your words, God, when you came and you said that I came to serve, God, let everyone serve this week. Let everyone serve someone this week. 
serve each other, God. We come to serve each other. Thank you, Lord. In your name, amen. Amen. Jesus, yeah, yeah, thank yeah, you, God. Appreciate for it, friend. For sure, for sure, brother. Love you, bro. Love you too, man. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Catch us in two weeks for the next episode and catch us on all podcast streaming platforms.